Smartcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tokens tidbits time. What what? It is the first token tidbit tokens tidbits of 2023. Do I need to pick that up? <laughs> no, I think that's great. It's just a bit of a tongue twister, isn't it? Tokens tidbits. It's tokens tidbits time. It's tokens. T- yeah, I, yeah. Okay, I'm being stupid. Token tokens tidbits twit tongue. Tw- oh my god. The tokens yes. tidbits tongue twister. So what is what is tokens tidbits in a nutshell? What is Tokens Tidbits? Tokens Tidbits is our weekly, frequent, often, often topical, right? It's like something comes out in the news and we got to talk about it or we should talk about it or, you know, what have you. Like this is our opportunity to to discuss, right? That's right. The newest, the latest, the greatest and stay current. That's right. And for our listeners to stay current, so we're bringing you the latest breaking news on Tokens tokens Tidbits with our own Tokens Twist. (laughs) You're too much. So what's, wait, first of all, Happy New Year, Jeff. It's great Uh to see you. It's great to see you too. Happy New Year. Anything cool happened over the break that I need to know about? Oh, plenty. Although pretty much everything cool that happened also happened under like the shroud of sickness. As yep. one by one, every member of my family went down at some point over the holiday, but we're coming out of it now and it's all good. Yep. Sounds familiar. Uh, same stuff over here. Enjoyed the holiday and, um, you know, a nice little respite, but happy to be back in it. And so super excited about 2023 because there's a lot on the horizon for tokens and for us. Indeed. Yep. We are on the, we're on the verge of releasing in a, our soft release and our early access release of the application. So stoked about that. Is it application or app? Because I know app is just like the slang term, but it's an application, right? So should I tokens app? Yeah, it's an app. Call it an app. Uh, it, application, everything's an application, right? The, the website that we're on right now is an application, just a web application. But who, who cares? We, we call it an app, right? We're all okay. about being short, brevity, the soul of wit. It's the tokens app, and it's coming out <laughs> soon. And Iris, what did you say about um, early, uh, early access? Yes, an early access release of the tokens app available exclusively to our waitlisters and to our kids co-founder program. So those are families and kids that are ambassadors and have a vested interest, literal equity in our company in seeing token success. So what do I need to do to get on that list? Well, thank you for asking, Jeff. Uh, Go to the tokens.com website, add your email to the join the waitlist field, 
send it through to tokens and we'll be in touch. So tokens like the normal spelling of tokens? <laughs> no, funny you should ask. It's T-O-E-K-E-N-Z.com. And we chose .com very specifically. You know, I know IO, .io, and .co are all of these, you know, very popular technical extensions. But we went with com because we want one, because we were able to get it, but also because of the, you know, familiarity and the commercial idea. Let's talk about how the industry is writing ourselves, it is writing itself, right? So the first article we have is from where? Uh, it's from Hacker Noon, and the title of said article is NFTs are not dying. They are evolving. <laughs> Iris, are, are NFTs dying? What are you they doing? are not. No, they are evolving. And you know, in in this in the disruption in the industry, both crypto and NFT, Web3 overall, right? I think that some of what's been happening is the industry writing itself, finding its equilibrium and finding like what we're trying to build at tokens, a more stable, more consistent, um, more re reliable um, infrastructure to support the expansion and the evolution of the underlying blockchain technology, but then also the utility and the use cases for NFTs themselves. Yeah. So in effect, clearing out the crud. A little bit, right? And this is what happened in the early dot-com boom and the early dot-com days where, you know, Everybody and, the, and their mothers were throwing everything at the wall to see, you know, what do we make of this, this new technology? And um, then the bubble burst. And now we have the mainstay companies that have come out of that era of techlo technological advancement. And in a way, I mean, it's not, not to say that it's not going to be painful or continue to be um, a, a process, right? But it seems like a evolutionary process that we've seen before and that we're going through now. Hmm. Uh, so this article from Hacker Noon, it's a pretty short article, but it's pretty scary, like what they quote at the at the beginning of it. Right? It says, starting from January 2022, the NFT market fell 97% from its peak, with art pieces and collectibles having seen their prices fade massively from millions of dollars to barely a few hundred bucks. What do you make of that? It's scary. Yeah, it, it is a little scary. It's scary to think about also from a very personal perspective, what a lot of um, early adopters and collectors have been through in the last year, right? The big bust and boom, the big boom and bust of of not only crypto, but of NFTs as, as uh, financial financialized assets, right? And I think what we're seeing is that treating NFTs as a financial, as a speculative asset doesn't really, um, doesn't, it hasn't either, it hasn't found its groove yet, or now it's equalizing at a much less speculative level where utility really becomes the king. So yeah, it starts <laughs> off scary. Okay. Um, but yeah. the segue in the article is nice too, right? Cause it, what the, 
like you said, to build on what you were saying, it's not about you know your overpriced NFT pictures anymore uh, that mm. got real trendy. It's NFTs are now transforming, right, evolving mm. into um, a useful instrument that can solve pain points in different industries and generate new opportunities for companies. Right. So we're um, talking then, about big name brands getting yeah. in with really compelling engagement, digital engagement and digital marketing use cases. Brands like Dolce & Gabbana, Tiffany & Co, Gucci, like obviously it makes NFTs make a lot of sense for high-end goods where authentication is really important, but then also everyday uh, brands like coffee giant Starbucks and their new Odyssey program, which we, we, which we discussed in our first tidbits episode, right? These are, these are some big brand use cases for who are who are in, who are investing in web3 technology in addition to other use cases like for games or like the article goes on to address even charities which is a big part of what we're doing of course with tokens right another big part of what you're doing with tokens is the 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 pay to earn mm. uh, concept and um, sorry, play to earn concept. Mm -hmm. And um, it, it says here in this article is quoted that 2021 data saw the play to earn market valued at just shy of 800 million. This is projected to reach 2.7 billion by just 2028, uh, according to uh, you know their their um, I, don't, I don't know what they're looking at their models. I guess their projections. Yeah, yeah. So it's we're not you know it's a it's a a, a growth area. I think it's a, a pivot and a bit of a change in the industry, but I think that the bottom line is whether NFTs are used to do good, like the article talks about protecting wildlife, supporting artists, supporting content creators, or, well, or whether it is to drive big brand marketing campaigns, right? The, the I always refer to it as like the underlying technology of, of the blockchain, I think are, will continue to revolutionize every aspect of our digital lives. How many blockchains are there? And is there a clear like winner or front runner or anything like that? Like what's the, what's the deal there? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know how many blockchains there are, but there are a lot. Obviously Ethereum is the industry standard and Ether, their currency is is also the the cryptocurrency industry standard when it comes to NFTs. Of course, there's Bitcoin and then small b Bitcoin, which refers to the cryptocurrency, but it doesn't have the same infrastructure to provide NFTs with utility, which is why so much is built on Ethereum. But of course, Polygon's Matic and Binance's Smart Chain, both of which we support at on tokens, um, our big front runners, Polygon also has a very important partnership with Disney through their accelerator program. And so I wouldn't be surprised to see Disney come out with a lot of their blockchain based products on Polygon and their Matic chain or their Matic using utilizing their Matic coin. But of course, you know, there, but there's there's so many. I mean, Algorand is big. Um, the list goes on and on. And I and oh, um, Flow is huge. And um, there's a lot of incentive for developing on Flow with in, in partnership with Dapper Labs. So I think that there's lots of options. And in some ways, what's happening is a blockchain war. What becomes industry standard? What is really the gateway or used for mass adoption? 
and this and this all of this technology tipping into mainstream mm. um time will tell and probably like um probably like computer hardware the software the product the yes. application of the blockchain is what's going to drive that adoption of the blockchain itself Totally cool. Okay. So you basically said, if I'm going to summarize that you do think it's sort of an, a race and that there will be some sort of a consolidation in terms of the blockchains. Um, and what will drive that will be the projects or softwares that are built on top of those various chains. And right now it kind of looks like there are in, in your eyes, a couple of front runners. Um, okay. Anything else you want to bring up about this hacker noon article? what do you think about it? Yeah, you know, I think that um, the charity angle is really important and not to be overlooked. The fact that this new technology is benefiting charitable organizations and that that's one of the, the use cases I think is is great. And it's really good for the industry, right? If we can um, if we can lower if we can increase the energy efficiency, if we can offset carbon emissions and if we can do good with nft projects then the industry i think is is really primed and ready for mass adoption totally i'm so glad you brought that up even think about the donor right in the past if i'm just a benevolent human being and i want to give back and i decide to donate to a charity in the past um, what do I get from that uh, aside from feeling great about being a good human being is, you know, what, maybe a, a tax write-off also if I need to write something off my taxes. But with the uh, adoption of NFTs and utilizing it in this capacity to, for donation, you actually get something. You get an NFT in exchange for your charitable donation. And that NFT has intrinsic value on its own, whether it be access to an event or something like that, or, uh, you know, basically you can trading it or selling it on a secondary market. The list can go on and on and on. But what it does is it gives additional incentive for people to be, uh, you know, donating money to charitable organizations, which you know is a good thing. Right. It's like your, it's like your certificate. It's a certificate that you receive, or it's your NPR mug that you get yep. in exchange for your donation, which is exactly what the Forbes article talks about in three ways NFTs can supercharge corporate events, right? They talk in that article about NFTs as tickets, NFTs as rewards, NFTs as souvenirs, and the, and in this case, NFTs as uh, certificates of your charitable, your charitable donation or your charitable involvement, right? As a, as a means to authenticate and to register an event on an immutable ledger, right? NFTs have, <laughs> now we're really talking about endless use cases. Yeah, totally. In the souvenir concept is great as well. I'm imagining a future where we totally like gamify world traveling and like, say you go to visit Mount Rushmore or something that act like earns you a Mount Rushmore NFT or a badge, right? And you can now try to get one for every national monument in America and encourage people to get around and help, uh, you know, the tourism industry, right? You could do it for every city, every state, uh, every um, national treasure. I mean, around the world, the list goes on and on. I love um, that. It's, isn't that cool though? I mean, like then at the end of my, you know, my storied life, I would have something to show for all the places I've been to instead of like 
a push pin in the map in my office or something that people do to keep track of this. Like it's now housed forever on the immutable ledger. Like you said, anybody, my progeny for generations and generations can, can look it up and see my story and see uh, when I did what and why. And, and maybe those things have value when you build onto them. Like maybe you get like super American traveler status right. when you've been to all 50 states or something like that, you know, and you've, you've earned those badges. It's gamification of everything. I love that. I love that. And, and I have so many an, an analog examples of what you're talking about. So my dad, for example, is a National Parks Lifetime member, right? He has his little card. He pulled it out the last time we went to Yosemite. Totally surprised me. He got free admission. It was great. <clears throat> how did he cool. get that? How do you authenticate something like that? How yeah. do how do you actually make that a um, a memento or an heirloom that he could pass on to me? Well, through an NFT. I also was really excited when we went to um, we went to the place with the geyser. Uh, uh, Yellowstone. Yes. Oh, Yellow, Old Faithful. Uh, yes, Old Faithful at Yellowstone. I went and I I am I got three national park passports for my kiddos and myself, mm-hmm. and. Um, went and got them, can't, you know, got my Yellowstone, um, you know, page canceled at the visitor center and whatnot. But then when we went to Yosemite, I forgot their passports and we had to, to cancel out a piece of paper that we were then going to stick into our, you know, national park passports to validate that we had been there at that specific day. But I say all of this to say, if I simply had it right here on my phone, done. right, done, there's no, we're not, I'm not messing with these paper items. I'm not having to run to the visitor center to go and to purchase them or to remember to bring them along because I have it with my, I have it in my phone that I bring with me everywhere. And it's something that um, is, you know, verifiable and that we could potentially, you know, save or pass on to future generations. So cool. The, the, The Tokens National Park Program. I think we can tackle that just like Rarible. I think it was Rarible that they mentioned in the Forbes article has tackled the Academy Awards. If you win yeah. an Oscar, you now get your Oscar NFT. Awesome. And so those those EGOT winners would get all four. And That's then right. That would, that would unlock some other awesome adventure for them. <laughs> the, has the, to. The five EGOT members are- Has whatever. to. And then you talk about you know how this works cross-chain and right. cross-businesses, right? Because you know you, you don't have to be one of those EGOT- um, institutions by the way for our listeners what's an egot uh that's when you have all four of the majors right you've got an emmy you've got a grammy you've got an oscar and you've got a tony there's only a handful of uh entertainers that have actually achieved the egot uh, I, I probably couldn't even name one of them for maybe eminem no not eminem i don't know super uh, performers right and maybe yeah. people don't necessarily need to be authenticated but if it's as simple as verifying it on the chain and rewarding these people for their incredible achievements, well, you can do that from any company or any entity because it's all there and accessible on the blockchain. It's, it's very cool. And um, I, more and more things are going to come online and, and start using NFT technologies to do cool things like this. Um, and so I think it is probably fair to say no nfts are not dead um <laughs> nfts are definitely evolving and we we can expect to see a lot more utilizing this this new technology agreed agreed and we want to be a part of it mm. uh lots of ideas that we discussed here today about 
use cases for future use casing for use cases for the evolution of NFTs. Um, I don't know, there's probably some kind of like IP rights issue, but I'd love to hear other examples that our listeners might have uh, from them for their from their lives or from their experience. Yeah, totally. And things that we could do at tokens as well. Like Iris, I loved your idea about the tokens traveler program. Uh, we need to, you know, spend some more time thinking about what that could mean in operation. And if our listeners have any requests, we are all ears. We're always taking them. So you can reach out to us at token at tokens or at tokens NFT on social media. You can go to our site, join our wait list and contact us at tokens.com. Iris, what else do you get if you join uh, the waitlist and you get early access? In, in, in addition to early access uh, to the Tokens app when it launches, yep. what else do you get? Yeah, so you get access you know, to the app, real-time feedback, and direct contact with the Tokens team, but also an exclusive collectible and one-time only Tokens NFT. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so immediately start building that collection in addition to being able to buy, sell, and play to collect those additional baby shark NFTs on the tokens app. If you're one of those people that likes being first, hit us up. Hit us up, tokens.com. We love to hear from you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tokens Tidbits. We'll have these and many more guests on the Tokens podcast throughout 2023. Happy New Year and thanks for listening. DC, I host the Rock Podcast, Back to the Arena, The Interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock band like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, The Interviews. Electric Acid. Electric Acid. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your host for the The Candle Candle Power Power Hour. Hour. Electric acid.